The Jet Set Breakfast. Music, culture, lively and critical discussions on SAFM. So the news is out. Apparently Mount Everest is higher than we ever thought. Well, so says Nepal and China. They had never previously measured the height of Mount Everest on its own. That's Nepal. But had always used the 8,842-meter estimate made by the Survey of India in 1954. And that apparently includes the snow on the mountain as well. Nevertheless, there is an announcement that there is a newly measured height for the mountain. I have the distinct pleasure to underline that as part of the understanding raised between our two governments during Your Excellency's visit to Nepal last year on the joint announcement of the height of Mount Sagarmatha Chumalungma, our relevant authorities have successfully completed the joint processing of the survey data and come up with the new height of Mount Sagarmatha Chumalungma. At this historic moment, after having measured and jointly Proceed the survey data by the respective survey departments of our two countries. I am pleased to join Your Excellency to jointly announce the snow height of 8,848.86 meter as the new height of Mount Sagarmatha Chumalungma. Excellency, it is a historic day today. Indeed, accomplishing this important task with our own human resources and technical capacity is a significant achievement. While sharing this happy moment, I extend my sincere congratulations to the governments and peoples of both Nepal and China. I also wish to extend my sincere thanks and appreciation to all the people involved in this process. That's a report that comes from France 24 and Reuters. The newly measured height of Mount Everest. We thought we'd speak to someone who has done Mount Everest. He's climbed it. He is someone of extraordinary adventurous nature. Mountaineer expedition leader Sibusiso Vilani. Sibusiso, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Michelle, for having me and to the listeners as well. I really appreciate the opportunity. So if the height of Mount Everest is higher, I mean, obviously, it's exactly the same mountain that you would climb as you have in the past. So it's not going to make the kind of difference of literally climbing. But the difference, of course, that it may do is impact on how you feel emotionally. And I imagine that like the, the, the psychological is actually even more important than the physical once you start getting towards the top of that mountain. Oh, well. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's very interesting that um, this has been going on for some time now. I think those of us who have been following mountains and Mount Everest in particular will recall that when I was there in 2005, the, the China was also doing another measurement, which they came up with a 8850, which lasted for a few years, and then it just got thrown out the window. <laughs> and then I was I'm not surprised that they've uh, gone back again now together with Nepal to come up with this new measurement. And I had a feeling when I started reading about it that they would come up with a different figure. And uh, now going back to how oh, that is going to influence a mountaineer or a climber's mindset, I don't think it will play much, really, purely because the figure is just a figure, and then it is not even far off. So it will not necessarily be making the mountain any harder or any easier. It will be exactly as it was in the 1950s and then uh, as it was when I went up, and it will be as it was when people went up after and quite recently. 
So, but I, I don't know if someone will allow themselves to be somehow um, uh, disturbed by the measurement. I don't think it will be necessary. It will never play anything at all, in as much as others that will summit might say, I've stood at 8.8, uh, 48.86 yeah. or something. <laughs> but what, that, what will that be anyway? It will still be exactly the same ground, the same surface. Um, yeah. It might have not have snow, but it will definitely be the same summit. So, you know, Sibusisa, it's exactly the same summit you climb and whether it is a meter less or a meter more makes no difference. But here's the question. If it literally was a meter less when you climbed and now it was suddenly a meter more, and what I mean by that is in the physical, what would the impact of one meter do in terms of how long would it take you, for example, to do an extra meter in such difficult, difficult circumstances? Oh, well, it would, be, it would be huge, particularly if it would play in the mountaineer's or climber's mind. Um, a meter at, in the dead zone at over 8,000 meters takes you a number of steps. It could be two, three, four steps with a number of uh, five, ten minutes uh, recovery stops. So it will take a hell of a long time if you think of it at that, way, that, that much. That's why it might, in a way or the other, uh, play to a person who finds themselves at 8,848 and think, I would be on the summit, um, <laughs> but I need to climb another yeah. uh, eight to six meters or so. Uh, it's very tough to affect and take that, but they will only play when you're up there. But having said that, uh, that altitude gain is massive. Yeah. Every meter is just agonizingly hard to really deal with. You know, Sibusisi, you mentioned the death zone. And I think for anybody who just hears that term and tries to imagine what that place must be like, it's hard. Perhaps you could describe it for our listeners. When, when you get to 8,000, because where most of the summit camps, or say camps are at Everest, that is the place that is uh, literally known as the dead zone, which means you are getting far less oxygen than you would at a lower altitude. Therefore, when you get to that altitude, all your energy levels are just gone and you literally are deteriorating in every aspect of the, of the word. You, literally, you are dying, um, you're so often deprived, so every step is agonizingly hard and difficult to take. That is why climbing 848 meters took me one way about 15 hours. I'm talking about 848 meters of altitude. It took me 15 hours. So up and down, we were 20 hours. That is what it normally takes just to do to deal with that. So if you add another 86 on top of that, then you're looking at a very, very long day in the dead zone, which is not good for your health. Wow. Uh, in one word, what does one need to do that? Ah, well, it is. It, you, by that time, you are not even. You don't even know what you are doing. You should have that very sheer determination to push yourself, to drag yourself, but physically you are not there. So I think that what plays the most important role for you to keep going and to keep slogging along is your mind. And if your mind still believes you can do it, you can still take that step, tough as it is, and then you are able to do that. But it is, it takes a lot. Uh, digging deep is not enough to say that you dig deep, but how much deep do you dig really to, to take another step uh, it, it, you can never describe that. It can only be known and felt by the person who are able to stand there and then put himself to, to, the, to the top of that mountain. It is, it is very, very tough to do that. You can. 
Okay, we, we seem to have lost Sibusisu. Sibusisu Vilani, mountaineer, expedition leader, co-author of To the Top of Nowhere. Focusing on Mount Everest, they say it is even higher than thought, close on a meter higher. It is eight o'clock. It's time for the news. Good morning.